Hello, and welcome to the Coliseum Podcast. My name is Ty, and I'm your host for this week's episode. Uh, I'm joined this week by Haley and Isaiah. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. I'm doing good. I am loving the weather right now. I'll just say that. I don't know if it'll still be as good when people are listening, but it's warm, and I like it. Yeah, it's it's currently April 21st. 2023 year of our lord um and it is warm today um my wife has been working in the garden and she has uh reported many times that it is hot outside so um before we get started into the text i wanted to ask a question just a fun one to get us started um i'm interested to know out of all of the television and movie um, and like video game universes that exist today, which one would you most want to live in? I'll go ahead and, and answer really quick. And I'll give you guys a second to think. Um, I, I love this question. And I was thinking that I would love to live in like the Pokemon universe because i mean we kind of already do in a way because like pokemon are just like animals um but in pokemon like all of them or not all of them but so many of them just like want to be your friend like that's their like main goal in life is to be friends with humans um and i really like that because there's a bunch of animals in real life that definitely don't want to be my friend um but i want to be their friend like when we went to the zoo the other day, I just wanted to like hang out with the tigers and the otters and everything. And they don't care about me. Um, so yeah, I would want to live in, in the Pokemon universe. Also, everybody is just like kind of weird in the Pokemon universe. And I, I think that's, that's fascinating. Um, so that's my, my answer. Um, Isaiah, wish- what do you think? Oh, Haley, what do you think? Sorry, I was just going to say I wish Brooke was here because I feel like Brooke has all these ethical questions about the Pokemon universe and she could really like uh, spark a deep discussion on that. But um, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt. I do want to hear where Isaiah would want to reside. Hmm. Well, I think it's like really hard out of like thinking like a real good movie because there's so many so many worlds um but what i can think about is probably like something futuristic kind of like um maybe the meet the robinsons type deal oh. world where like everything is like past technology like technology is super advanced and like it's just like really big and like the possibilities are limitless so like the I jetsons think- yeah 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 i think it would be cool I always thought that doesn't the doesn't the Jetsons take place in like 2020? Yeah, in this these times, yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. We have um Roombas. That's like the closest thing that we have to like the Jetsons tech. Haley, what about you? Whoever created the Jetsons must feel like they've let us down since we only have Roombas. Let's be honest, I think whoever created the Jetsons is probably dead now. Um, but I, we could do a little Googling later and figure out if they're still, um, on this side. 
So I, um, I tried to think of like fantasy, like really extravagant places, but honestly, the thing that came to mind, um, is one of two places. I either would want to live in the Gilmore girls universe because I could like order takeout from 18 different places and apparently be able to afford that and never gain a single pound from my Chinese movie nights with every single kind of candy available. Or I'd want to live in like, like the how I met your mother world, because apparently you can live in New York city and like rent is like not even an issue. And you can like run up a bar tab all the time and you have the money for it. It It's like these really unrealistic lifestyles that uh, get portrayed that I'm just like, yeah, it'd be so cool if you could like be an architect who barely works and be able to have like an apartment like right in the heart of like the city. That sounds cool with all of your takeout. So anyway, yeah. that's what I thought of. Like where's new is new girl set? No, new girls in. LA, right? I think it said, I don't know if we have any new girl. I thought it was Chicago or maybe it is. But they, they go to the beach. Like, are there like beaches in Chicago? I know it's like on the on the lake, but do they go to the beach? Yeah, there's like an episode where they go to the beach hmm. uh, because one of them has like some illness and, or the, he's getting tested for like cancer or something and they like spin the net on the beach to convince him to go get tested because he's like a I don't know he just doesn't believe in doctors or something anyway they go to the beach that's why I thought it was in LA but maybe it's not um I I think that's great I um I love how your like dream universes are like like if we live in a multiverse then like yours is like just parallel to ours in the uh, financially secure um, uh, parallel universe uh, that we that we live next to and we all dream for. Um, so let's get into the text. Um, so if you're listening along at home, um, we are going through Romans, duh. Um, but we're in Romans chapter. 13 um, and specifically we're looking at 8 through 14 so like always we're not going to read it um, on the podcast um, so if you haven't read the text you should pause right now and read it um, and then you can kind of uh, follow along with our discussion um, and and give little uh, audible huh yeah I like that to uh, whatever we say in the future um, cause we know everybody's going to like what we have to say. It's just how it works. Um, so the first question that we like to start with is what did you like? And I wanted to start with Isaiah. What did you like about this text? Uh, reading it, what I liked about it is I like, just like the reminder, like the foundation is, is love. Like you have all these laws you have um all these things that um are good and you put them together and basically it just comes down to straight up it's just love just love each other um love yourself love god love people um and i think that's always like a good reminder 
um, to have, because if you don't love yourself, you don't love people and you don't love God, then something's missing, something's up. Um, and I, I just like that as that reminder. Yeah. This whole, this whole text reminded me of something, um, that Donald Miller said, and I think it was blue like jazz, um, which is like baby's first Christian book, uh, these days. But, um, he said something like, uh, he, he might've said, you can't really love God unless you love yourself. And I don't know if I, I, th- I might've, ag- I might've agreed with that at one point, but I don't think that I agree with that, uh, s- so much anymore. Um, but I think that if I changed it a little bit, altered it slightly, um, to say that like loving yourself is like a way to see God more clearly. Um, like, I think we, I think we encounter God easier when, when we love ourselves. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's so important in this text and like that we have, like we, we have to love ourselves in order to love our neighbors. Well, um, and if we see the face of God and our neighbors, then then we're loving God that way. So I love that. Haley, what did you think? Well, I mean, this is the, the shortest amount of text we've gone through on a podcast, um, which is basically because all of the sections were trying to go by theme. And the, the theme of this section is loving one another. So yeah, I'm just going to have to say the same as Isaiah. I liked um, the way that specifically Paul uses the word in my translation, which is the NRSV. Um, it says, oh, no one anything, which owing is kind of like connecting to the previous passage where we're talking about like taxes and honor and that kind of stuff. But the idea that we owe other people love Um, not just like that we're doing it out of extra or necessity, but like part of being made in God's image is being people who show love. Um, so yeah, that's what I liked. Yeah, I, I really, I have to say the same, um, this text is, um, out of what we've read in Romans and all of the, like we called, we called this podcast, the Coliseum for a reason, right? Like we were going to be doing some struggling with this book. Um, but this one just, I don't know. It's like a little oasis. It's so nice to just have something that isn't, um, isn't doing any us or them kind of talk. Uh, it's just, you're, you're, calling is to love yourself to love your neighbor to love god and i love that um, so yeah i'm a i'm a big fan of this this basically this whole section um i really liked it uh but we can't just we can't just like everything there's there has to be something that challenges us because the bible is challenging um in general so let's talk about what challenged us out of this text. Um, Haley, would you like to get us started there? 
Yeah. So for this particular section of text, um, I thought about challenge in a little bit of a different way. Uh, in the in some of the other sections, I've been challenged by um, tone or phrasing or things that I just didn't like. Um, but I also think it is true that texts challenge us. Um, I'll often say like, sometimes we read the Bible and sometimes the Bible reads us. And I think if we think about challenge in the way that it's challenging me, um, because so much of it is like, I like it, but then I think if I have to be honest with myself, the type of love that's being portrayed is not uh, the type of love that comes easy. And it might be the love that I'm striving to give others, but it definitely is not one that I'm achieving on a day-to-day basis. Um, Specifically, I think I am challenged by um, this idea that love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is fulfilling the law. But this idea, um, we have this we have three like general rules in um, Methodism. And the first one is do no harm um, for those who want to know. The second one is do all the good you can. And the third one is to stay in love with God. But going back to the first rule of doing no harm, um, I think that I have often um not intentionally, but done harm to people I love because I haven't known how to love them well. Um, I'm having a hard time thinking of like a very specific example right now, but it is, it is something that I struggle with that, um, that I know that even though if my intention hasn't been there, that I have done harm to other people Um, even people that I've tried to love. Um, And so I just would say like, it is, it is a challenge. It doesn't mean that we aren't striving towards it, but I think I am challenged to think about um, how I can do better and try to do no harm or less harm um, and, you know, be better at loving those around me. Hmm. Yeah, that's such a, that's such a challenge um, that the the doing harm by not knowing how to how to love someone is so real. I mean, it's so easy to make that mistake of thinking that somebody needs something and trying to offer that thing and finding out later that that was the exact opposite of what they needed at that time. Um, I think that that is a really super common thing. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Isaiah, what did you think? I think what is, um, challenging, uh, is definitely like, probably like the second part about how, um, to not be of your flesh, but to, um, be of, you know, Jesus Christ. I think, I think a lot of times, like we declare our love for Jesus and we declare our love for God. Um, but it's also like, I think some people don't feel like they doubt God, but they, they doubt themselves. And I think that gets in a way, a way a lot. And then, you know, you tend to go towards your flesh um, instead of your spirit and your calling and what you're supposed to do because of that doubt. Um, 
And uh, this it's scary because there's so much uncertainty. Um, and what you're supposed to be doing, what's your calling, what's the path, which, which way you should go. Um, and I think that's what's challenging for me is to just be like, hey, you, you, you got a mission, you got, you got a calling, you got to go for it. And it's going to be scary and it's going to be hard, but it comes with it. Um, but with God, anything is impossible. Anything is possible. Um, impossible is not in God's vocabulary. Like you can do so much through him, but it's just a matter of, do you trust him and do you trust in yourself? And are you uh, consistently pursuing Jesus Christ on the daily um, and going towards your calling and not being of your flesh, but of your spirit and changing the world, changing yourself, changing lives for the good and through love, essentially. Yeah, I think the leap toward like t toward um action is is tough. Uh it takes a lot of like confidence to be able to to um I've been saying uh, when I was like kind of talking about this with our students last week um talking about like love as a verb um like an action that we we have like we have to do something about it like loving isn't just something that you do from afar right um and so yeah having having the 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 confidence um and to be to be able to to do that well is important um thanks Isaiah well, uh yeah so what challenged me about this and this is really the um the point that i tried to bring with my talk which wasn't really a talk about this uh last week um was looking at this text and it telling me to love my neighbor as myself uh i, I started thinking about it in terms of ccw and the the question that kept coming to my mind was well what like what do i do um like let's take let's take me out of the equation for a second i guess instead of what do i do what does ccw do as as an organization that is serving college aged young adults in northeast florida what do we do to love ourselves better um and what do we do to love our neighbors better um and that was the big, the big question that I asked um, to our students, and we had like such a good conversation about it. Um, like people brought up so many things, like how can CCW, uh, like, like when when people come through our doors and they come to one of our gatherings, like how can how can we be striving to help them leave the room either loving themselves better or having the tools to love themselves better. Um, that was a big, a big thing that was brought up is like, let's give people tools. Like let's make sure that we have tools to help people love themselves better. Um, and the loving, loving uh, our neighbor part, like 
it comes out of loving ourselves well. Like we have to love ourselves well before we can truly love our neighbor the right way. Um, but when we, when we get down to that, there's, there are so many things that we can do. Um, and a, a big part of the conversation that we've been having lately is um, at, at an operational level, like CCW, what we are striving to do is to equip our students to be able to do the things that they are passionate about to love others well. Um, and so I just, I think that if there's like, if, if, a, if somebody is listening who is a current student with us um, or is interested in like being a part of Campus to City Wesley, uh, I, I just, I want you to know that like we are doing, we're doing work to like trying to lay the groundwork to make sure that everybody has the, uh, as many obstacles taken out of their way to be able to do um, like loving work in our community. Um, that is super important to us. And I'm really, really like excited about things that are, that our people want to do and excited to work on, on new things as we, uh, as we go into the future. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just really exciting. So I know that was kind of a tangent and it got kind of, uh, kind of wild, but, um, that was what challenged me. And that was what kind of what we've been talking about. Um, Haley, do you have a question? I just thought it's, um, it's both you and Isaiah thought about this loving yourself. And like, if you put those two things together, um, so Isaiah drew, drew our attention to verse 14 about putting on Jesus Christ and making no provisions for the flesh. And I thought about like way back in like Romans seven, where we have that verse that's like, I do what I want, what I don't want to do. And I don't do what I do want to do. You know, the one I'm talking about, maybe not, but it's cool. Um, and I just thought about how, I didn't unlock or make that connection about verse 14 being about loving ourselves um, because I just thought about the ways that sometimes um, in loving myself, I have to choose something that's like a little bit harder to do in the moment. So um, for example, things like, taking that extra effort to make a call for counseling instead of just like escaping into um, streaming television for hours, knowing that that's going to help address my increased stress or like increased issues that I'm having or um, so sometimes having to like engage in creativity instead of like doing things that are, um, more easily accessible, but aren't always the best for my body. I don't know. I just kind of thought about that in, in that last verse and it struck me around that loving ourselves piece. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think the, 
like we can have so much like positivity about ourselves. Like we can really work on that. But there, I think that there are other things like, like you said, that are a little bit harder, a little bit more challenging, a little bit more effort um, that ha- like leaps and bounds do so much good for us. Um, and like our, our mental health is so important uh, to, to be taken care of. Um, and like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking right now about how, like how packed full the word love is, um, about everything that comes along with it. And, um, like there are so many things that about like, um, like my own, like my own mental health that I've thought like, Oh, I just have to like deal with that. Um, or I just have to like get, get through that. Um, and maybe a, a more like positive, uh, outlook would be to like, like, how am I loving that today? Like, what does love change about my perception of, uh, of my mental health and things that I struggle with? Um, and I'm not saying that, that if you just love your mental health, then, then everything is going to be fine. Like, you know, the, it's still hard. Things can be hard a lot of the time, um, in, in that field, but, um, I don't know. It's uh, a, a shift in perspective, maybe um, something to um, to promote a little bit of a uh, a, a more positive response to that. Um, so, thank you for for bringing that up, Bailey. So, our last question for this episode is: What was a blessing to you? Um, and mine is really short. So I just wanted to jump in, um, going back, I, I kind of found my blessing outside of the text itself. Um, but just going back to the conversations that, uh, we were having last week about this text and about loving ourselves better and loving our neighbors better. It was just a blessing to be in that conversation and to listen to the, how passionate our students are. Um, I just, I loved being able to have that conversation. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad that, uh, I had the opportunity to talk about this with, with our people. Cause it's really important to me. Um, so that was a blessing to me. Um, Isaiah, what was your blessing? I think my blessing, uh, for myself is just a reminder that I have people in my life that support me and that, do love me um, and that I was blessed to be raised in a family um, who supported me all the way through and who really made a positive impact on my life um, and that I have a good community. Um, And then also to be known that there are people who don't have a community and people who are lost and people who um, need a family and, um, and that could be CCW for them, or it could be another community, but to acknowledge that there are people out there that do feel alone, that don't love themselves, who may not, don't even love God. And, and so love is so far to far from them. And I think those are the people that, that we need, we need to reach and also important to um, reach yourself, to love yourself, to know that Jesus loves you, that there is a community out there. Um, and that CCW is a great community um, full of people who will love you for who you are and support you um, on your journey. 
And so, yeah, I think that's the blessing I took out. Thanks, Isaiah. Haley, what about you? So I think um, if I could state it simply, it would be that we can do hard things, um, which mm. is a quote from like Glennon Doyle's book. Um, but I heard, uh, Isaiah, I heard you uh, bring up um, the idea of like, I can do all things through Christ. And looking back over this kind of second part of the text and the ways that we're being um, encouraged not to do things, if we like look at all of them, I think they're all things that are really reactive and kind of those base level accessible things. They're not like the next level of loving ourselves. They're not the next level of building empathy to love other people. Um, and so I think it's important that we remember that we can do hard things and we can do hard things because um, our love comes from and flows through God and, um, and inspires us. And so, yeah, that's my, that's my blessing. Thank you, Haley. Um, well, I'm really glad that we were all able to have this conversation today. Um, I really loved this, this text, um, I will say it was kind of nice to, to not have something that was like spicy that we had to like, <laughs> uh, argue with, not argue with each other, but just argue with the text. Um, it, it felt, it felt like a little vacation. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really glad that you all were here with us today. Um, as we wrap up, um, I just want to thank our listener for listening um, to the Coliseum podcast. Uh, this has been a lot of fun to make and um, I'm excited for the, the next one. Um, Haley, would you, would you pray for us as we wrap up this episode? I would be happy to. Thanks for hosting us today, Ty. And let's pray. Um, God, I just give you thanks for the opportunity to wrestle with your word, um, to be able to read your scripture and to be encouraged and blessed by it. Um, I give you thanks for a passage that helps us to feel so connected to you and so connected to others because it just is this inspiring nature of love um, that always feels like it draws me closer to Jesus and to um, who you are and who you've created us to be. Um, I pray that as we go forward from this place, that you will continue to bless us, um, that you'll continue to strengthen us so that we can do difficult things um, and that we can continue to um, remind people that they are deeply loved by God, especially those who are struggling to know that deep within themselves um, and that as a community um, that we are able to uh, move towards others um, to be able to show, um, to spread, to uh, nourish um, the love that you've given each one of us. We ask this in your holy name. Amen.
The Coliseum Podcast is a production of Campus to City Wesley, serving college-aged young adults in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and Northeast Florida. Thank you to our host, our guests, our production staff for their work on this episode. We'll talk to you next week.